all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. And you guys have heard me say that if I ever run ads on the show, it will only be with a company that I fully support because I believe their intention is to make a positive difference in the world. Well, I'm pleased to announce that day has arrived and that this episode of the Positive Head podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash Positive Head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash Positive Head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, on this week's Pow Wow episode, I am very happy to have my good friend Tiffany Josephs here with me on the show. Tiffany and I met recently at the Conscious Media Festival in Austin, Texas, a few months back. I knew right away I needed to share her infectious energy with all of you P heads. <laughs> Tiffany is uh, the hostess with the mostest on her very own relatively new podcast, uh, Magic Carpet Life. Also acts as a personal mentor and tour guide to divine potential for uh, magic makers and earth shakers. Uh, yes. Hello, Tiffany. Yes. Welcome Hi. to the show. So good Thank to have you. you. We've been talking so about this for a while. Yes, we have. Oh, my God. Our lives are so full. And now is the moment I get to be with you. So exciting. Yes, it is a beautiful moment in eternity. Um, So let's jump right in. I'm going to be very um, predictable and ask the same question I always uh, open with. And that is you're in an elevator. The woman next to you looks over, says, (laughs) what's your passion? What do you say? I would probably want to shock her with like a big hug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you only have 10 floors to answer. I would just look at her and smile and probably like give her a hug. And I would say that I am here for love and Mm. that I am here for awakening and that she is too. And then we dance on floors eight to one. The rest <laughs> I love down. it. I love it. I love it. It's an elevator party. <laughs> and then the disco ball would drop and Bowie would start playing. And then everybody would yeah, want but, another uh, elevator ride. Uh, 
And then the and then the 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 music that's normally playing in elevators, the elevator music turns into like dance club style as the disco ball drops. She looks at you like, "Oh my gosh, are you magic? How did this just happen?" And I think we now have a whole plan for like a skit, uh, you know, one of these viral videos where I don't know if you've ever seen the one where the the guy is in uh, he's in uh, the elevator and there's a kid in camera. It instantly comes to mind, and and he's dressed like Batman, I think, and. And then uh, when when the uh, elevator starts going up, you know, people are already looking at him a little weird. Then he like starts acting like he's going to like uh, attack them. You know, he starts acting like, you know, all these aggressive stances and things. And they're just like you get people's reactions. So this is like the the yin to that yang. You know, this is like the happy version of that. that skit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I would keep a box of costumes. So as people come in, they have to dress up in character for, oh. and I do it on like the highest rise possible so that it would be a total, total joy ride. Yes. And it would be recorded. We do a whole reality show out of it. I think we're on to something here. Um, this is be great. <laughs> so, um, the other thing I like to always sort of start off uh, asking is, you know, give us a little background, if you would, into your story. How did you end up? Uh, you know, on this path and all the wonderful things we're going to hear about. What was your journey like to get to this point? Well, I feel like my journey and my story keeps getting better and better, not just in this moment, but literally in the way that I tell it in the way, the way that I remember it. Isn't that interesting Mm. how when we're on this, this, joy ride or this magic carpet ride that I call it of life that it's like, Ooh, wow. That those pokey parts aren't as pokey anymore. And, (laughs) and that's, that's a little more colorful than how I remembered it before. So my story, as I remember it right now and, and my story, as I own it and feel it is that, um, I've always had this very distinct knowing that um, I'm not from this planet. <laughs> oh, that's a, now that's a good start. <laughs> Just dive and into that, the deep end of the pool, why don't you? <laughs> that I'm definitely not like everybody around me, and um, and that I'm that I'm here for something more magical than I can understand in this, you know, tiny body as I started to realize it growing up. So I always understood that I lived in this experience that the trees understood this and the cornfields that I used to get lost in understood this. Um, So me and nature, me and this magical world, um, we had this secret language that the humans Mm. around me weren't quite reflecting, um, which was hard. And there was a bunch of healing involved in that process, you know, um, in the, um, the lack of mirroring, you know, that we all go through in our journey. Mm. But I began to realize as a teenager, as a young, going into my twenties, what, what began to happen is I, I moved that magical, sense of wonderment and this rich inner life into this exploration of uh, service. And I knew that I want, I felt powerful when I was helping people. I felt powerful when I was 
um, you know, in service to others. And so in my early twenties, I actually joined the ministry and I was in a very, um, charismatic church, a very, oh, intense environment where there was, there was a lot of, um, fabulous characters in my story, some narcissists thrown in there, some, um, a little spice, a little bit of something here, a little bit of something there. And, (laughs) and that was this crash course for me in personal boundaries and, um, having my heart broken and having just that feeling of like, doesn't everybody see the world like this? And to realize that not everybody did. And, and really going through the heaviness of that and the sort of fall of the heroes in my life. Cause you know how we do this. We create heroes in our story and ultimately I had to become my own hero. And so that was hard. My twenties were incredibly hard, but I actually got married at a very young age. I was 21 years old when I met my love and well, no, I was 18 when I met my love. I got married when I was 21. And so I had a partner wow. through a lot of that turbulent time um, of discovery, personal discovery. And when I turned 29, that's when shit got real. And it was like full blown awakening where who I was as a child, you know, getting lost with the fairies could not be hidden anymore. And this very Hmm. structured reality that I created for myself to feel safe, you know, this Christian woman, um, this Christian wife, this minister at heart um, was, I could not hide in any sort of role that I had created. And I started to see colors again. I started to, uh, you know, literally auras and, um, and I started to, my intuition was activated and I started to have all, you know, down the rabbit hole with healers and beautiful awakeners. And here I am, you know, going to my, at the time I was working for Homeland Security in DC and I had this very interesting job. Very, very important job with very important people. Very serious. (laughs) (laughs) And I would drive past the White House every day. And I remember I was at a stoplight. And um, and this was right when things started getting juicy in my life and like literally had a past life regression the night before of, you know, Atlantis and all of these beautiful, wonderful memories. And I'm sitting across from the White House and I just felt myself stopping time and looking around at all of these people on their blackberries in their pencil skirts with their you know uh corporate leather backpacks and going into these the the matrix you know as as it's known and i stopped time and i and i remember it was so real where i just created a different story and instead of the um, people, you know, on their Blackberries, there was like this moment, like we were saying in the beginning, you know, it was like a commercial or a YouTube video where the black, everybody dropped their Blackberries, the music starts playing 
and the mm. disco ball, you know, come, or the strobe lights <laughs> come down on the White House lawn and everybody just starts this parade of joy and ecstatic uh, celebration and people start dancing and it's 7 a.m. on like a Tuesday morning in D.C. and and people yes. are turned on and people are activated and they're they're dropping this this story of seriousness and the story of you know climbing and ambition and striving and proving yourself and having having to have chaos in order to feel powerful and having to have you know all the other things that that it be, that became the social norm of that bubble of DC and I was just observing it and it and then the light turned green and I went into the you know into the office but that moment <laughs> for me was this incredible awareness that I really can create what I want to see and with my life. And I had all these gifts that were, you know, being cracked open and, and I had no idea. And I felt, you know, so much frustration with how do I do this? How do I bring this into this boardroom and into this, you know, place where I am and into my marriage and into my mothering and into my, my whole world. How on earth do I do this without losing everything that I've known? Yeah. And that's that a answer big one. Is terrifying. Right. Yeah. And I, it wasn't answered in one day. It wasn't answered in one year. In fact, that was actually about seven or eight years ago. And here I am today um, with the different with a different relationship with that question um, mm. because I know I can never lose any of it, that none of it is lost. It's just, it's just reimagined and recolored and infused with higher energies. And that moment when I was, you know, dancing on the white house lawn and my imagination really sparked so much of the work that I do now and the expression of, of the divine that I do now, which is using accessing, tapping into the imaginary realm to create a brighter reality. And so my work, Magic Carpet Life, was born um, shortly after I had moved to Denver. Uh, so shortly after that, um, my, my time at working for the federal government, I moved to Denver with my family. We had no reason to move to Denver. It was just pure, pure intuition and there was a strong magnetic pull, which I know a lot of us feel when we're like, oh, my God, I need to move to Portland or, oh, my God, I need to move to, you know, this place or that place. And for me, there was just fate and, and destiny and a real playground, a real warm sort of, you know, playground for me with with uh, community and tribe here in Denver. Had to get the hell out of D.C., that was just not like my time there was done, you know, and it sort of squeezed me out. And, and then I, I, you know, I launched my business in Denver. I launched my, my, the rest of my awakening journey has started here and that's where I am today. Um, wow. Sitting here in the foothills of the mountains, absolutely loving, loving the story as it unfolds. What a wonderful story. And, you know, it's funny because you touched on th three interesting things. One is get feeling a draw or a pull um, yeah. to uh, a particular location. I, I've always felt that for Colorado myself, and I've never even visited. And I think you and I might have talked about this uh, when yes. we met. But um, And so that's one. The other two things I had to like chuckle at as you were talking, um, two things that you brought up as we're recording this, this won't be released 
for several weeks. But today, the same day we're recording, um, the there's a, a, a powwow that's going to be um, released is with Karen Kay, the fairy lady. So it's about fairies, uh-huh. which you touched on. And, and then and then the other thing that you talked about was uh, Atlantis. And last week's powwow was with Stuart Pierce, who talks to Angels of Atlantis and is all about that. So it's like a lot of like uh, building on the on the back of what we've just talked about in these, you know, Pre- what will be, yes. be the previous powwow episodes by the time this one comes out so very very cool um and you know your your vision of uh everything being transformed and sort of using your most powerful tool i, I would say your imagination to literally begin shifting your um your life into a whole new trajectory and and that's what a lot of people i think don't realize how powerful you know we are taught as kids a lot of times you know you know get your head out of the clouds you know get real let's talk about math and science quit being uh, you know imaginative I remember my son when he was really small, his imagination was incredible. I mean, we'd literally spend all day making up stories and playing them out with action figures. And I mean, for like 12 hour days for like 10 years straight or more, like, and I just supported it and like, yes, yes, imagination, it's your most powerful tool. And that's, you know, and I think that is so beautiful that in the midst in the in the belly of the beast, so to speak, you had that defining moment where you your your you know childlike wonder came alive and uh, disco balls dropped from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the president never came out and, and or anything on the White House lawn. I remember thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we need to get him out of the White House. We need to yeah, get yeah, we, we need to paint that White House. Oh my God! Seeing George Bush or Obama break dancing on the lawn, <laughs> I'm assuming it was better. Probably, probably Obama. I guess it would have been right. So that, that would have been cool. <laughs> That's that coming. coming. There will be yeah, many more know, dance parties and much less um, um, G8 summits. They'll just be dance parties. Yeah. <laughs> You know, my son is speaking of my son. One of the things he's talked about since he's a little is like, you know, how cool it would be to to be, you know, president and re- help reshape everything. And he's such a like politician type energy. Anyways, I've always said, man, that could happen one day. So maybe this is a foreshadowing of, uh, you know, 30 oh, years yeah. from now, him dancing on the White House lawn. That would be so cool. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I've had visions of this and I don't know if if your listeners have tuned into this too, but they're very powerful. It's like um when I imagine it, it's it's much more council energy, you know, the new the new earth leadership as it as it emerges and sometimes it feels like such a painful weight, you know, like, oh, why can't we be there? Why can't we just have, you know, the way that we know it can work happen right now? And and I think um it is it well, the truth is, you know, we are beyond time and space. And so we are there. It is happening right, right. now. There's just the drama. On another you know, channel. There's the collective consciousness hasn't quite caught up with it yet. But when I imagine that, I do see a lot more, you know, we joke about dance parties instead of these summits, but it's much more of council. It's much more circle energy and um, the power of that and I just, I just have to celebrate that in this moment and set that intention out there that the future leadership um, is so much more collective and less, right. you know, it singular. It exists. 
Yeah, and it exists yes. now, you know, and that's the beautiful thing. It's, it's funny. It makes me think of something that I've always had a vision of. And actually, do you get notes from the universe from Mike Dooley? Are you yeah, familiar with this? totally. Okay, so he sent one uh, a week or two ago that really resonated with me because I've always had this vision of when I cross over, um, you know, when, when my time, my work here is done, my life here is done, I cross over, it will be like a, a party, like a celebration. All the characters who've played a role in my story will be there and we'll have this grandiose party and, uh, you know, kind of review my life together and sharing it. And, you know, con- and, it, and he actually sent out a note from the universe a few weeks ago that was that very thing, like saying, this is what's going to happen. And you will have r- revelations with people about what something meant or see you know new understandings from a whole new vantage point and there will come a moment when you actually miss you know you know really miss the life you just left you know in that process so it'll be celebration and some like oh wow I, i you know and it just like you know i felt it so deeply and i've always talked about that vision and and so you know it's such a powerful thing to envision anything because you literally are creating it and it's it's such a it's the most powerful tool to to be able to say okay i'm here in the in the you know in the matrix and i'm envisioning an overlay on you know what another version of reality where this is that that actually exists and you're calling that energy into your present moment and you're as a result shifting yourself into the trajectory where you actually begin to witness that version of reality out of the infinite possibilities right yes i love that word overlay that just takes my my geeky design self imagining (laughs) right right adding overlays over things i think that's the power that we have the greatest superpower that i have come to connect to in my human form is my power to choose my power to choose Mm. if it's going to be a celebration or if it's going to be a pity party you know, if it's right. going to be joy and pleasure or if it's going to be victimhood. And I have a choice in every moment and every second of breath that I have to choose that experience. And that's what I, why I love working with the imagination and even calling it magic carpet life because mm. it is so important for us to see from this panoramic view, if you imagine yourself on a carpet, a magical carpet, looking over your life, not just when you croak, but when you're here, right? And you can yeah. look down and you can get a panoramic view of like, wow, look at this vista. And wow, look at that story going on over there. Wow, glad that's not my story. Glad that's their story. And <laughs> oh my God, look Thanks at Thanks for the feature. contrast. Yes, yes. Look look at this over here. And oh my God, it's going to be so good six months from now. And, and wow, you know, when I was 10, that horrible, awful thing back there, that didn't, that didn't look so bad when I look at it from up here. It's just, it's, it's really is seen from our higher vision and the beauty of what happens even in our emotional bodies when we're able to detach from ground level. Story. Because at ground level, exactly. At ground level, yeah. it is like everybody else's stories are blending with ours, and we forget, like, wait a minute, that's not actually my story. <laughs> I am yeah, totally right. going on about something that's not even mine to tell. Let me connect back to my unlimited um, power as a storyteller of this. And and so, um, 
so it is, it, that is how we can, you know, stay in our magic when we can detach from the collective drama and remember that we're choosing our own drama for the contrast. And there's nothing wrong with the contrast. The contrast is beautiful. It's why we're here. Absolutely. It, it, it's such an important piece for, for us all to get is like, if it, if it wasn't for the contrast, you wouldn't have uh, all the, the, the wonderful, you know, sometimes people, and it's something I think a lot of times really intelligent people can fall into. I know me, I, I look back on my early twenties and, um, think, wow, what a judgmental asshole I was <laughs> a lot of times. And I think that's you, cause you, you get of this, you get your perspective of the way it should be and what's right. And this is what the smart people do and think. And then it's like, well, look at them. Oh my gosh, look at the Kardashians or just, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm just using that as an example. Like, oh, you know, even my mom is, it can, you know, she's so lovely on one hand and then she can be so judgmental. She comes to mind and I'm just like, mom, you're missing the whole point. Do you understand that person that you just detest for some reason because they're different than you? You know, the, uh, the Kardashians is a great example. Like, it's like, what? why does that tweak you out so much? That is their path. And because of the contrast, it makes you, you, you. If everyone was just yes. like you, how boring would it be? You know, you now have the ability to say, ah, there's, there's a choice that these, these people are living, how they're choosing to live their life and what their values are or whatever. And um, great. Now, mine actually give, you know, I feel really good about mine in contrast to that. And I send love and, you know, in, in understanding to those who have chosen a different path. And thankfully so, because it helps to give me this perspective and this, in the, it gives us the ability to be unique in a world, in a reality where actually we're all one. And <laughs> it's like, yes. here's a way that we've created the, you know, source, higher self, God, whatever you're going to call it, has created a a, a method to, uh, you know, experience uniqueness and individuality in a, in a sea of oneness. Yeah. And to learn to get better and better and better at keeping our volume turned up and others' volumes turned down. It's so right. hard to do because we're bombarded with, you know, especially as we evolve, we become more sensitive, we become more empathic and it's hard to turn other people's noise down. But if I can, I have really been sitting with this the past couple of weeks. There's been a, a real surge of knowingness with this. That if I can know my own volume, if I can know my own vibration and feel the pleasure of my own vibration and tune in and stay tuned in to my own the song that my soul, the music that my soul is making, then that's all I need to do. And I know there's mm. a lot of teachings out there about this, but the real life application and the staying in the music of it is so powerful. It just naturally, you know, I have a partner, I have two kids, I have friends and neighbors, and people are always coming in to my space to take me out of my vibration. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, and, and not that I, I have vampires in my life as it used to be, because I've gotten really clear on, you know, what feels good and being around people that make me feel good. But still, I mean, in this world, as we move, as we go to the grocery store, as we go into work, we're constantly being around other people's energy. And I call them right. OPP, other people's problems. Um, and, 
it's like it gives that song a whole new meaning, you know. And yeah, 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 totally. I instantly, uh, you know, that was playing in my head. Like I've, everyone listening who's ever heard that song, they're like over there, like the disco ball dropped, like they're swaying left to right. You guys started dancing. Yes, yep, absolutely. You snuck it in on us. We all need songs. We all need to have sound, a soundtrack to the yeah. magic making that we're doing. Like we need to constantly have music going to keep us, to keep us, you know, lighthearted in it all. Indeed. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's such a powerful practice to stay and fine tune and to keep, you know, even if I watch some reality TV and I get some, and I'm, and I binge watch on, on, you know, Kim's life, the Kardashian's life, or I'm watching, I happen to get on Facebook and see somebody's tirade about something about Trump. And I'm like, it's like, this this is, that is theirs. I have a song that I sing about it. Do you want to hear the song? Yes, please. Yes. It's not OPP. It's it's definitely not as cool as OPP, but it's, um, (laughs) I don't know. We 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 had to make a rap about it, but it's, I I learned this. (laughs) In my early 20s, when I was healing from a lot of the the church mess that I was in and involved in a lot of just crazy, you know, stories of church abuse and all of that mess. But I learned the song and I literally sang it like every day. And it goes, don't put your junk in my backyard, my backyard, my backyard. Don't put your junk in my backyard, my backyard full. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So good. It's actually funny as I sing that song song i i used to imagine my my backyard being filled with junk um Mm -hmm. and i didn't need other people's junk adding to my junk and now it's funny as i sing that i imagine my backyard as this beautiful garden and the junk has evolved into this art and this beauty and it's sort of alchemized and it's interesting singing that aloud and remembering remembering how that worked and how it works now Wow. How cool. What a, what a wonderful, um, contrast perspective shift to have. And that's really, it's, that's really the whole, the whole aim of this work, right? Is to, we're taking out the trash, we're taking out the junk and uh, letting all those things that no longer serve us fall away. And you, you, you said alchemy and that's the word I love to use that, you know, I, I, say i like to say like spiritual alchemy is the art of sifting and shifting perspectives until love emerges and it's just like being able to continue to look at that thing that happened to you and seeing it you know from the perspective that actually empowers you instead of disempowers you turning the lump of coal into a diamond and you know that's really we're all alchemists we're transmuting our stories and the the pain and all those things that we went through into this you know um turning it's 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 our way of turning the caterpillar into a, to a butterfly right mm. and for for the butterfly to live it the 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 caterpillar has to completely break down and turn into this you know the cells of the caterpillar turn into this goo that then fuels the the butterfly's emergence it's you know so the pain and and, and of course caterpillars are very destructive and eat everything in sight and that that destruction that pain actually is the fuel that turns that you know allows the butterfly to be born and if and when people can understand that it's like now instead of hating what happened to them and resisting it you you embrace it and when you embrace it that's where the the magic really starts to unfold all right well now seems like a good moment to take a quick minute to tell those of you who aren't familiar a bit about our sponsor gaia 
I've been a big fan of Gaia for many years now, which is why they're the only content provider I've ever reached out to in regards to potentially supporting this podcast. So needless to say, I'm very excited they're now supporting the show. Gaia truly is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web. They have an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. Just to give you an example, on the show Missing Links, the incredible researcher Greg Braden explores all the biggest questions concerning who we are, where we come from, where we're going, by connecting the missing links between science and spirituality to complete our understanding of humanity's history and to better understand the interconnectedness of all things. Awesome, right? And that's just one example. As you guys constantly hear me say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to go deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. That's really what I want to go into next is... You know, I actually was looking at your website, your vision to live in a world where magic thrives in the everyday, your mission uh, to enchant the magic with everyone you meet so they can express their soul gifts more powerfully and create a lifestyle of excited curiosity. And then your Mm. core values, all, all is the feeling of openness to the divine and the worthiness of that vibration. I want using the imaginary realm to access our destiny with joy and fun. Um, And I loved all of that. So I'd love to just uh, talk a little bit about your vision, your mission and your core values. That, that feels so good. Just having you read that. I love that. I sat down and put that on a, website that's fabulous <laughs> <laughs> me too so i'm glad you did just, <laughs> it's good for us by the way to be amazed by ourselves to go back and read a journal entry or to to read the book that we wrote or whatever and and just be amazed by our own material because it's it's um it's coming from source and it's we're all creative geniuses everyone absolutely if you tap into it absolutely yeah, I think, um, God, all of that, absolutely all of that. And the the ultimate, to me, the ultimate form of or tool for alchemy is fun, F-U-N, mm. fun. Mm-hmm. Fun is the experience that I have in my body that I feel in my energy field when I know that all things are well. When I know that I am aligned with who I am and where I am. And I have an acronym that I love using for that, for fun. And I actually was in the store the other day and I found this amazing, this absolutely amazing um, sign that said fun. It's like a door sign and it's made from metal and it's bright orange, which is like the perfect color to put in my kitchen. So I hung it up yeah. and every time now when I go down into my kitchen is the first thing I see and it's this giant metal sign that says fun. And fun to me is about feeling unlimited right now. Feeling mm. unlimited now. It's, Love it's that. having the experience, the, the full body experience of um, I am here to feel good. I am here to be in wonderment. I'm here to 
to um, not fix something that is broken, but to be turned on and to be a, a creator of this, to radiate this knowing in my body into my physical space. And I, I just, I think that um, as the tension gets greater and the contrast gets thicker, in our reality, in our world, it's so important for us to fine tune ourselves to this vibration of fun. Yeah. Um, because that's where our power is. Fun is where our power is because it's when we are feeling unlimited. Um, and so a lot of my work is about is about connecting to this, radiating this. And I don't have to have a business. I don't have to have a podcast you know, to, to those things just allow me to, um, to broadcast it to more people, right. you know, um, it used to be when I first started this, this work that it was like, Oh my God, it has to look like this. And, you know, this was about seven years ago when things were, you know, Facebook was getting, well, there are all these rules to how to have a spiritual business. There were all these rules to how to <laughs> right. launch your, your visionary, um, dreams. Um, I got so caught up in the rules and in the the yeah. um, mechanics of launching and mechanics of 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 having clients and all that stuff that goes into to having this work. And uh, about a year ago, I just began to surrender more and more yeah. and more that there was more space for fun and more space for fun. And my life began to shift so miraculously. Because I was radiating from the inside out this vibration of, you know, heavenly energy, cosmic truth. Um, right. And that lightheartedness is what is shifting this more loudly than the resistance, more loudly than the, the contrast. It's this radi- It's more people turning on their fun meters and uh, finding out, making their own rules and finding out what fun means for them and living it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know, I, I definitely feel what you're saying about here's how you're supposed to do a podcast or, you know, like you said, a spiritual business or whatever it is. I'm someone who's always just sort of colored way outside the lines and it's like I, I don't even know if I listened to one before I started making one I like what am I supposed to do on social media because I don't really I just do whatever I feel like doing and it's really served me well because you know it's coming from there's not a whole lot of like uh, uh, mental element to it uh and and it's it's more just like hey i'm just doing this for my heart and let it be whatever it'll be and you know not being so caught up on getting something out of it and it seems like the more i take that sort of approach to life that that um childlike approach the more yes. things sort of work themselves out and the opportunities sort of come to me instead of me trying to force you know into this here's a click funnel and here's how you get you know <laughs> give them the free this or that and then I just like yeah whatever I'm just gonna turn on the mic and talk about things that I love and whatever happens happens right and um, so yes. I, I definitely think that's an important piece that you point out for anyone looking to do anything don't get too caught up in all the structure because you know at least for me being really unstructured I mean at times it's really good I'm not I'm not saying it's it's bad but uh, for me not being uh, you know super do it by the book kind of person has always really served me well and, and the more my my 
childlike wonder, your core value of all, just feeling, you know, openness to the divine, bringing that fun, bringing that imagination, bringing the playfulness, letting the rest sort of sort itself out. And your primary focus is staying in that vibration. That is, I believe, the, the quickest path to success. It comes as a byproduct, a reflection of you know, you know, I love the word all that you used. That's the thing yes. that I think has served me the most. I've, I've stayed. And it's funny because someone just posted in the positive heads Facebook group earlier. I'm, I'm turning 20. Does anyone have any words of wisdom for me? And, you know, I instantly was like, do not lose your childlike wonder. You know, that yes. oh, think of a child who sees something for the first time, like fireworks at three years old or, you, you yes. know, that all. That's the, that's divine. That's the vibration that, you know, if you can, if you can continue to nurture you, it will lead you to all the the things that you, you want to, that people are trying to create with all this logical mind stuff. It is the strongest force that we can experience in our bodies. It is so much stronger and louder than, um, the contrast than the heaviness than the you know the uh, the, te- the the drama the tension to there was a there was a point in my, in my life where things started to click where this this um, desire to really have my platform be awe even though that it had always been my vibration you know I used to like I said get lost in cornfields and you know imagine parties on the on the white house lawn but (laughs) but um, it's always been like my energetic signature you know to be playful and mischievous and in wonderment but it was a moment for me yeah where i i had this this immersive experience with a gal up in, in boulder i live in denver and so denver boulder obviously right by each other and uh, uh-huh. and i went through this whole you know tr- experience of of telling my story and and um and at the end of the um the time together my homework was to take this coconut and this was a ritual by some amazing tribe in some amazing place that i do not know uh somebody listening might know the origin but essentially it was to take the coconut and to write on it with a black sharpie a word, and this word was my, you know, if we're talking about stories, it, this word was my villain. This word was my the antagonist. This word was the contrast, the thing that was keeping me from um, my other word, which I had come to determine from my immersion, which was love. For me, you mm. know, my highest, uh, the pinnacle of my purpose is love. Mm. And getting to that one word, oh my God, was so, so crazy. But love and and awe are completely the same thing to me. Um, Awe is the experience of love in my body. Um, And Mm. so I took this black Sharpie and I, and I sat with it for a while. I took it home and I wrote that night on this, this coconut, the word judgment, because for Mm. me, it was, for my whole life, let's say this was three years ago. So, you know, for, for 35, I'm 38 now, 35 years, I had judged my light. I was afraid mm-hmm. of my light. I had cast so much judgment on this wide-eyed, open-mouthed um, soul in me that was here to shine. I, 
because of, you know, the, the mirroring that was back to me, all the reasons that I had done this, it was safer for me to hide than it was for me to shine. And mm. I, I sat with this, with this word and I literally for seven days, Brandon took this coconut with me everywhere I went. It went with me to the grocery store. It was on my lap when I was driving. Um, When I went and got energy work done, this coconut, I'd put it like under the crystal bowls as they were, you know, so it was getting, getting healing itself, you know, it was doing this. And it was the the middle of January, which is freaking freezing here in in, um, Colorado. And I went out into the wild in the frozen tundra of the mountains at the end of that seven days. And I created this whole ceremony where I brought these rose petals and I put the coconut in the middle of this fairy circle of these beautiful, bright pink rose petals on the snow. And I remember seeing the contrast of the white snow and these fuchsia petals. And I put the coconut Mm. in the middle of that circle and I took out my fuchsia magenta, which like magenta is my color. I feel like magenta is absolutely the vibration of the new earth. That's just my interpretation of it. Mm, And I took out my big fuchsia magenta Sharpie and I wrote the word love on the other side of the coconut. And I turned it around Mm. so that it was love in the middle of the circle. And then I cracked that nut on a rock and it felt Mm. very like, um, um, cast away or something, you know, I was like cracking the coconut wow. with a, with a stone and I was weeping tears of joy wow. because wow. every, my cells were singing my whole like past, present, future self was there in that moment. And I remember the words that came out of my mouth of pure joy, which was, um, I finally get to be who I've come here to mm. be. I finally get to be who I've come here to be. And all of that um, fear and judgment and, and, and thinking that I needed to hide was lifted for me that I had created that for myself. And I threw the coconut into this uh, frozen river and watched it go down into the um, where I couldn't see it anymore and it was this experience of pure release um, of, of like final release you know, when you're like wow. ready to be ready to be re- kind of thing, like uh, a lot of the Abraham teachings are. And I just was like, yeah. bye-bye, bye-bye judgment. Yeah. And yeah. it was such a powerful moment of ritual and wow. intention coming together. And my life has been so different from that moment. I have a picture of it that I keep on, on my um, altar of that love nut, the love nut. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love that story. And it's, it's, you know, obviously I am so grateful that you shared it because, you know, this is exactly what I just brought up. Judgment as being the sort of, you know, we have, you and I have a lot in common, which is why we connected the way we have. Um, yes. You know, I, I've definitely maintained that childlike awe and wonder and judgment was, has definitely been one of the, the biggest things for me to overcome uh, in my own journey. And I, I love that you turned it into this ritual like you did. And that's something that's, you know, synchronistically been coming up in my household the last few days is, you know, my son, 
has been, um, you know, as he's getting older, he's getting more and more uh, interested in all of this sort of stuff. I think, you know, at, when he was young, it was like, oh, yeah, it, you know, dad just always talks about um, spirituality and, the, you know, the ultimate nature of reality. And so there's some level of resistance because you got to rebel against your parents. But when your parents are as cool as I am, that makes it difficult. <laughs> and so, exactly. Yeah. So, so now he's, you know, he's getting to the age where he's like, oh, I know this stuff is amazing and now he's like really getting into it and and for the last few days he's been saying yeah i just i'm having this overwhelming urge to create ritual for myself to do some kind of rituals magic rituals Mm -hmm. opening up the energy and so you know yesterday night he's in his room like setting up a little altar and you know putting on like you know music to go in and, and spend time alone reading this book on celtic shamanism that uh, an amazing Ooh. friend gave him uh, and yeah and and he's you know just so instantly that popped into my head was you know using uh, as Bashar calls them permission slips you know you've yes. created by by creating a ritual and you can find one that's been you know that's thousands you, you can <laughs> you can find one that's thousands of years old and uh, you know practice that or you can make up your own you can grab a coconut and do the same thing that Tiffany's done I mean it's just the energy and intention behind it that is so powerful and that's why you had that powerful release you had you got out what you put in you'd put all this energy and intention into it seven days and carrying this thing everywhere so the release was a reflection of the the intention that you'd put into this ritual and I think that's a wonderful uh, lesson and example of something that we can all do to really uh, anchor in uh, th- th- these new energies that are flooding, you know, our, our personal and collective world. They are flooding. And they're, that's the crazy thing is that they're flooding through us, that we are the transmitters of joy for this new playground, this new earth playground. We are the transmitters. We are the fun. And I'll tell you, there is nothing more magnetic than a person who's fully alive in their body. Yeah, there's nothing more absolutely. magnetic to other people. There's nothing more magnetic to opportunities. Mm. Um, yeah. to to learn how to do that. And ritual is obviously the way to bring magic into form. Definitely, definitely very, very powerful. And, you know, you make a good point right there. You know, um, nothing more magnetic than a person who's, who's you know, fully alive. And isn't that a wonderful thing to everyone listening that you don't need anything to move, shift into this this perspective and vibration. You can start self-care with your your physical health with your mental health you're obviously doing that you're you know by tuning into this broadcast and it's like as you do more and more things to uh, upgrade yourself and and manage your vibration the number one thing you're here to do you become a a super magnet Uh, you're you're a fountain of abundance that just it's just overflowing Mm. from you and then you see you know you don't need to go out there and change shift something externally to uh, affect your world what you need to do is uh, or you get to do rather is uh is to shift it from within and then watch how you know you magnetize the partnership the relationship the job the new living circumstance that that's where the magic is actually it magically unfolds for you as a reflection yes. of this internal state and you know one of the things that you you talk about tiffany um that i'd like to talk a little bit about is as we go through this process i think one of the pitfalls that people can step into is um 
you know, oh, wow, I'm really getting it. I'm really understanding how to create my world. And uh, here comes judgment again. And he doesn't look at how he's eating McDonald's. And oh, gosh, I mean, he has no idea about the ultimate nature of reality. And we got to be really careful with that. Right. And so, you know, understand that everyone is perfectly where they're meant to be in their own journey back to source as we, you know, enlighten right get enlightened really means to lighten up and not take ourselves so darn seriously that's an important uh judgmental pitfall to make sure we sidestep would you agree oh my god yes and even judgment doesn't get so hard the more joy the more joy we put in our tank the more fun we feel in our bodies you can kind of like be playful with the intense energies like say hey hey judgment how's it going Come on over here, sit right. down, tell me what you tell me what you have to say. Yeah. And then like, you right. know, put I don't know, I'm going in my imagination right now is like having putting face paint on judgment and and putting, you know, <laughs> body paint yes. and judgment and being like, How do you like that? You know, like just playing yeah, yeah. with these heavier energies. Because they're just there. I they're just it. messages. They're yeah, not taking you know, over. It makes me- they're not ruling anymore. Right, right, right. It's it's something that um, I, I saw Kyle Cease uh, this past weekend uh, he, doing uh, his evolving out loud two day you know seminar workshop thing. And and one of the things that he talked about is something like this: as you're on this path and you catch yourself falling into those uh, those sort of uh, pitfalls, if you will. One of the the other issues you got to be really careful with is then beating yourself up. Oh my gosh, I just was so judgmental, and gosh, I'm so stupid, and I know better, and now. You know, that's that's even more detrimental. It's like whatever, you know, say, oh, hey, judgment, there you are. Thanks for showing up. I, you know, I was just really judgmental. And I love that because, yeah. you know, I, I'm aware now and, and adding on the end of any of these things. And I love that, you know, it just Ooh, instantly like transmute it. I know, doesn't it? It transmutes it instantly. And I love that. That's a, a really easy way to practice you know, the thoughts that make you feel good. Whatever's arising. And I love that. And this just shifts right through the, the, you know, the turbulence (laughs) that is inevitable on your path to enlightening or lightening up. Right. Right. You know what that immediately makes my body want to do is uh, laugh because if I say something (laughs) that's in total contrast, like, um, Oh my God, I, whatever had this, horrible thing or this person whatever and i love that immediately what my body Mm -hmm. wants to do is just laugh (laughs) out loud and giggle and the release and then it's release right which is release and then and then the highest sorry go ahead yes exactly then the thought doesn't go as deep as it used to yeah, it, it, not only the do you release, thought. you instantly moved into the highest vibration possible, which is joyous laughter, right? I mean, it's yes. like there's nothing that feels better than that to me. I, You know, a good belly laugh is like my favorite thing. It is. That's like fun and humor is the ultimate alchemy. Like there's nothing uh, it, that's going to get you out of a funk more than a really good belly laugh. Or that's why I... I'm like so grateful for Netflix because they have these stand-up uh, series now where I can watch stand-up from some of my favorite comics and just like 
get these little doses. That's what I'll get. I'll get these micro doses of comedy, whether it's, you know, mm. through the, the, uh, the stand up or it's something that I might catch um, from my kids or it's something that I'm telling myself. I'm la- I laugh at myself now so much more than I ever have. Like my thing is when I feel when I'm feeling out of control, I go to my vacuum and I just go to town on my house. It's like <laughs> vacuuming for me. And I know that about myself and it's not the highest, it's not the highest way for me to release control and negative emotions, but it's still where I go. Cause I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't, you know, but that's like my nervous thing that I'll go and I'll vacuum. And I, when and you I, love that. When I, and I love it, but, and I love it. Exactly. But there's so many times where I'll just be sitting and I will laugh, laugh, laugh at how I manage at how laugh mm. at myself. Um, mm-hmm. And we have to be able to laugh at ourselves because we are freaking hilarious. We are in this life and we are doing the very best that we know how to do. And we're doing amazing. And um, you know that our guides and source and all of our are from all realms in all places and all dimensions are having a hilarious time watching us. Yeah. So yeah, we should exactly. have a hilarious time too. <laughs> Exactly. You know, I saw a Joni Mitchell quote. uh, It said, heart humor and humility will lighten up your heavy load. And uh, it's truly, (laughs) it's just like, quit taking yourself so seriously. People get so serious about the, you know, their their life. And it's like, when you can understand that you are an infinitesimal speck in the grand scheme of things, like in a good way, not in a bad way. It's like, on one, you know, it's like, it's like relative. It's really relative. Everything's relative truth. What perspective are we talking from? From one perspective, you are all of it. It is indeed in you and you are in it. Um, You know, uh, not a drop of ocean, uh, drop separate from the ocean, but the entire ocean is in you, the drop. And then there's a perspective where you truly are like, I mean, to the universe and looking at physicality, it's like, your your life is less than a speck and 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 yeah. we we take it so darn seriously and in the end it really doesn't matter you can't lose you can't you know you 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 have already won the lotto you just forgotten it and so mm-hmm. relax into it lighten up and and just um you know enjoy the ride for whatever it is it's 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 everything it makes it so you know you can you're getting there either way you can go kicking and screaming or you can laugh and float (laughs) and you know embrace whatever shows up and that's what a master does they embraces whatever shows up because they know it was put there perfectly divine timing for you to move into the next greatest and greatest version of yourself yes thank you for saying the word master for bringing that in because Mm. it is our mastery feeling alive in our bodies, feeling fully alive to our greatest capacity to be able to feel alive is our mastery. That's, that's Mm. to me, you know, when we're talking about new earth and we're talking about what's next and what's coming and what's here and what's now that those are the masters, those people that know, know, I always think that the people who are the most attuned to mastery are people Mm. that we will never meet will never know Mm. they're just Mm. in their everyday lives but they know how to really savor you know the um they might not be shouting it from the rooftops and on oprah's you know in oprah's circuit circuit or whatever on stage but it's people that really know how to savor life in the everyday but know how to live and have fun yeah yeah that's that's big because a lot of people think oh well i you know 
uh, I can never do, you know, what this person or that person's doing. And, you know, this is, you're on your own unique trajectory, your own unique journey. Um, you know, you don't need to be like anyone else. That's your, actually your superpower. And yes. when you can, you know, just, um, you know, you may affect one person that has more reach than Oprah's ever had, you know, because of who they go on to be. And, and so you never really know your, yeah. your ROI, your ripple of impact. And so it's just, you know, bringing it into your, you know, everyday life and finding, and the great thing about being a master or, or if you do want to have a wider influence or be on that stage or whatever, it's all just self-appointed. It's all just, you know, you know, no one has a, there, there's infinite versions of all of us from this moment forward. And so there is versions. Source is infinite. So which version do you want to choose? Do you want to choose the one where your character, your avatar has that sort of a magic carpet ride? Then do it. Then choose it. As you speak, you create abracadabra, right? And so, you know, it's it's a self-appointed. <laughs> I know for me to have any influence whatsoever, it's just completely self-appointed. I've decided this is, you know, what I'm going to manifest and believed it. And so it 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 has to start reflecting because I'm in alignment with it. And anyone, anyone yes. can do that because we're all the same. I love the influence you're having. I love watching you and seeing what you're what you've created and the results of your alignment has been such a gift. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm so happy to share it with you. And this is, I can't believe we're, we're already an hour in. Uh, this has been everything I really knew it would be and more. You are such a, uh, a beacon, such a shining light. And I'm, I'm so excited for you to have, you know, launched, um, you know, your own podcast. And, uh, we'll definitely have to do this again sometimes. And I have no doubt that a lot of people listening will, will be tuning in now, uh, because yeah. you truly are reflecting, you know, y- energy doesn't lie and it's like you are living it you are you are such a wonderful example and you know what i'd like before we do wrap up though um tiffany i'd love to hear from you um a story of synchronicity or serendipity Mm -hmm. or a positive paranormal story you know i just absolutely geek out on these kinds of stories and and the listeners do too so hopefully you have something fun to share with yes. us. The one that's really resonating with me is uh, when I was working in my my corporate uh, job, um, and it was right at the beginning of my awakening. And I wanted so badly to see an angel or to see a fairy or to see other dimensions come through mine. Like that was my dream as a child. I used to pray. I used to pray into mirrors. I used to pray to the trees to come alive And as I was a child. So when I began to have these um, visions, you know, in my intuitive visions of things, I wanted to see it in the real world. And so I would have these, it was another ritual for me where I would leave my cubicle and I would walk outside and I would walk around the parameter of the building and I would just have this conversation with spirit and conversation with the fairies. And, and one day I was walking out and I said, guys, Faye, dear Faye, beautiful, sweet, lovely Faye. I really, really, really want to see you because my (laughs) friends could see them. And, and it was like, Oh, what's wrong with my vision? I can't tune in. I can't see them. And, um, and I made it all the way around the parameter of this, you know, corporate building, whatever. 
And I was just about to walk into the sidewalk to go in. And I looked down and I saw the most beautiful blue um, glass heart. And it was like Mm. this turquoise blue, kind of um, aquamarine blue glass heart in the middle of, you know, no, nowhere. And I laughed and I had that overwhelming sense of joy and I picked it up and I held it in my hand. And at that moment, I realized that believing was seen, that just Mm. the fact of, of me, you know, having this beautiful walk and this communing with my guides and with myself was enough. And I learned such a lesson that day that, um, that the the other realms and all of my friends in the other realms and guides were absolutely with me, but that mm. I was the miracle, that I was the one that they were like wanting to see, you know, like I imagine like a little, you know, telescope or something that these other, like they can look down <laughs> and see this little portal, you know, this portal, like what's Tiffany doing today? Where is she at? Yeah, yeah. Is she, has she discovered her, her magic? Has she felt her magic yet? And, and here I was holding this glass heart, having this moment that, that those guides and those other realms and dimensions and my ET friends that I wanted to see so that I could marvel at them, that they were marveling at me. That oh, wow. I was the magic. And wow. I w- took the heart with me and I, I put it on my little altar in my cubicle at work and I strung some lights up in my cube and I put this banner that said, Adventure Awaits. And mm. um, I just created this whole world in, for myself as I was waiting for reality to catch up with me, as I was waiting to move from the cubicle life into my. Uh spiritual business but that heart i i still have and i go back to and i love and <laughs> it's just my my token of mem- of knowing mm. who i am i love that wow that's so wonderful and, and what a wonderful example of what you did in your cubicle it's like you didn't wait to be out of the cubicle in order to bring them to be feel magical. You felt magical and found a way, you know, walking literally <laughs> around the building of, you know, uh, some corporate, you know, whatever. And, and you brought into the magic there. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And what do you know? Next thing you know, as you continue to resonate with uh, that energy, all of a sudden it, it became not a vibrational match for you to be in a cube anymore and to uh be in a in an environment that is more of a reflection of who and what you were being and uh and so i love that story for that reason thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) so so good that's how it works and we are you know i think that's another wonderful point um, that you you brought up, um, you know, it's the fact that we are all the magic. And the more I resonate with that myself, you know, I, I think of several stories. One time, one of the most powerful things that happened to me was a, a, where someone went into like convulsions and started channeling in a very dramatic fashion years ago. And um, then something was coming through them, you know, and whatever was yeah. coming for, through this person wanted to address me and was like, you know, just to be in your presence is such an honor. And everyone you touch, you transform. And he kissed my forehead and then would go back into convulsions and and it was just like oh my gosh i am i am what i've 
set out to yes. be, you know, so something was wanting to come through and just be an all. Or I, I had another friend who I was talking about, and you and I talked about this, my uh, forthcoming uh, docu-series that I intend to do when I leave uh, my my cubicle uh, with my, my other job, my, um, uh-huh. my travel business, that I love and embrace the gift that it's bringing. But as I, until I make that transition, you know, I've got this docu-series uh, that I want to do, video series, and uh, someone who's an intuitive was tapping into that and they're like wow Brandon do you understand like your show is not only so ends up being so popular in this dimension but it's like the go-to it's a go-to on the other side to tune in to oh what 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 is Brandon doing down there what what magic is he documenting what's happening and and I loved that that idea Yes, I loved that. I'm like, yes, uh, it's 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 a hit across dimensions. Perfect, and we're all hits. We're all hits across dimensions. Just being here in physical, Thank you are you. so brave and bold that you're on the cutting yes. edge of reality. You were the the truly the adventurer, willing to go into the densest of realities, physicality, and forget and lose your divinity, so that you could have the experience uh, and give source the experience of remembering it again like you are the ultimate adventurer and everyone wants to tune into to the magic that you're creating as soon as you truly want to appreciate and tune into the yes. magic that you're creating and with that i think we uh, we're at oh a good God. point to wrap Thank it up you. here tiffany this has been incredible that is a magic carpet ride and we are going to be feeling this for months the words, yes, the energy exchanged. Con- I mean, I know you do these like every day, but my God, this is this is something, this is the the repository that we can keep coming back to. It is. And you know, it's 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 one thing to do them uh you know by myself and it's another thing which four, you know, well, three episodes a week um I do by myself and and unless I have a co-host from time to time, but and then these powwows, though, it's a whole nother thing because it allows us to dance together, to mi- merge our energies and see, oh, what gifts do you have, and how does what you say I- inspire me, and 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 it's this back and forth, and and we literally are able to create a, it's like a ping pong effect of elevated vibration, and I so appreciate the opportunity to uh, to experience that with you, Tiffany. It yeah. truly has been everything I dreamed and hoped it would be and i just thank you from the bottom of my heart for being and i look forward to watch your continued magic carpet ride uh you know um achieve uh and climb to new heights so uh keep up the amazing work and and oh by the way maybe um if you could uh leave let us know the best way for those who want to connect or possibly even participate in some of the the um you know offerings that you have for for people yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, most definitely. I have two things going on right now if people want to play. And that is... Um, the dog is definitely <laughs> wanting to play. <laughs> he heard you. He's like, did you just I say know. play? Did mom just say play? Yes, please. Play, play. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, I have two different ways for that. And one is called the Game of Awe, thegameofawe.com. And that is really a monthly magic carpet ride. And I have um, a whole amazing experience body experiences, um, things for the home, styling is another one of my passions. And we just, we take all of these things that we do in the everyday 
and we bring it down into reality. So it's a bit of um, energetics and, um, you know, into the everyday. And so that's through the game of awe. They can check that out there. And then I also have one-to-one mentoring that I, that I have with people who are on this path, just kind of getting things cooking, who are on their awakening journey and, um, you can find Love that out it. on my website as well. That's called Awaken Your Magic. And so either Wonderful. of those ways are beautiful invitations to come and play in this realm. Wonderful, wonderful. I love that. That's. Uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing from from some folks who, you know, uh, re- what what's so wonderful about this type of work, Tiffany? Is it's like we all have our own sort of energetic signature, right? Everyone. Yes. And so there's someone who's, you know, I've had people on and it, where someone has heard them and loved them, but didn't really feel called to to uh, you know connect with them outside of hearing the podcast. And and when you know when someone is truly in close alignment there's someone out there who's heard this and been like oh my gosh i need more tiffany in my life right <laughs> and so it's like we you know it's it's so it's so wonderful we can just sort of find our flavor of of you know what what works for us and and that's you know truly uh, a beautiful thing about this life is like you will continue to attract the reflections that are the the closest uh you know closest vibration to your own and or what you need yes. next and so it's just so fun to see what those um characters look like you know I, to me that's so much part of the joy it's it's like it's always like christmas eve like ooh, what who when what magical am i going to call in next you know and yes, so what's uh, gonna come <laughs> under my tree tonight exactly exactly well i do have one final question i'd like to leave you with and um it's my it's my go-to outro question in 60 seconds or less what is the meaning of life according to tiffany josephs <laughs> <laughs> to figure it out for yourself and to put so much rich and wonderful and high vibrational meaning behind it that you cannot help but radiate it. You cannot help but want more of it and to ju- enjoy with all of your being the delicious unfolding of what you find there. Mm. Mm. I love that. I sign me up. I'm in. And <laughs> thank you for giving my life meaning, Tiffany. You are uh, such a such an inspiration. And I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon again. Awesome. See you soon. Much love. Oh, yeah. One other thing that uh, Tiffany forgot to mention that I will uh, edit in here is if you guys want to go to magiccarpetlife.com, you can get a free magic carpet ride. And also, if you want to play the game of all, you can go to the game of all. A-W-E.com. If you enter P head uh, in the discount code, you get a free month. So, uh, yeah, hope you guys uh, take advantage of and enjoy that. Well, everyone, that concludes this week's interview episode. If you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes. Since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting, uh, your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world. Because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. 
Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. <laughs> Otherwise, as you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being.